We Three Kings, A Novel of Suspense, Volume 2, by Edward Klein, read by Harlan Post. Sheikh Ali ibn Kamizi, standing courteously behind a Louis Quince desk, cut a dashing figure. Unlike other titled Arabs, he was slim, tall, and showed no sign of fat. His hands were graceful, almost effeminate, and there was a pleasant, regal grace in all his movements. His face was so light-complexioned that Fury speculated that his ancestry must have included a strong mix of Kiricassia and northern Spain. He could have easily been nicknamed the Blonde Bedouin. He wore the common spade beard which accentuated the chin and framed the mouth. His black hair was western-styled, and the eyes were intelligent, alert, and perceptive. He wore a chalk-striped three-piece suit, a white shirt, and an English-striped tie. Kamizi gestured expansively and with unconscious practice. "'You see, Mr. Fury,' he chuckled, "'I have not even the time to attend my own celebrations. Always the business, always the proposals and negotiations. Fortunately, you are my last caller. Welcome to my house, newly purchased that it is. You are well?' He waved to a green leather armchair in front of the desk. Fury answered, In spite of everything, then sat down. I am pleased, Kamizi snapped his fingers. Kair appeared from behind Fury and went to the silver coffee service on the desk. With it, on a leather blotter, were an antique telephone, a marble ashtray, and a tall object that was covered with cheesecloth. Kair poured two demitasse cups. The sterling silver looked fragile in his thick hands, but the liquid spilt nowhere but into the cups. Kamizi accepted a cup from him, then with a smile and another wave bid Fury to accept the other. Again Fury obliged. Kair retired to his station across the room, out of Fury's sight. "'That is Hamden,' said Kamizi, nodding in Kair's direction. "'One of my ablest and most trusted bodyguards,' he grinned. "'I believe the two of you have met?' "'Not intentionally, I'm sure,' said Fury. He tasted the black coffee, which was incredibly sweet. Kamizi chuckled again. "'No, not intentionally. I apologize for the clumsiness of my men.' Needless to say, Hamden is not eager to broaden his acquaintance with you, Mr. Fury. He paused. You have heard of our religious police? Fury nodded, yes. Hamden and Yusuf, the guard outside the door, are former members of that esteemed organization. Ardent members, and somewhat controversial. One of their duties was to ensure observance of our laws and customs by the countless foreign workers in my country. As you may know, alcohol is proscribed by Islamic law. Hamdan and Yusuf once caught an American transporting a large volume of it in a van, many cases of it smuggled into the airport. They tied him to the steering wheel of that van and set fire to it. 
The man did not so much consume his alcohol as it consumed him. Kamizi smiled innocently and sipped his coffee. He set the cup down, then studied Fury for a moment. He said, You know, when I was attending school in your beautiful California, I heard many native pearls of wisdom, one of which was never discuss politics or religion at a party. He shrugged. I thought nothing of it until I assumed the leadership of my people. At parties, politics and religion, somewhat embellished with alcohol, may spoil enjoyment and goodwill, and in business they may ruin the chance for profit. All the businessmen I have ever dealt with avoid these subjects with a discretion I am not sure is either flattering to them or a courtesy to me. However, I can appreciate how this discretion makes things easier for all concerned. Gamizi paused to light a cigarette himself. You, I suspect, are different, Mr. Fury. Fury put the cup and the saucer back on the silver tray. And I don't attend many parties either.